Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto today for the 28th of November. So kind of crash and burn at the World Cup for Canada. Happy to be there, of course. Thankful for all that got us there, all the exciting moments, the jumping in the snow in Edmonton and winning in Hamilton against Team USA. But we wanted more. We really did. And it's okay to be disappointed and also think we didn't just go to participate. My thoughts on that on Toronto Today right here. Canada is mathematically eliminated from qualifying, getting out of their group. Two teams do out of four. And after it started yesterday with Alfonso Davies scoring within the second minute of the game, 67 seconds in no less, there was a ton of optimism. Now, I won't, you know, for non-soccer fans, I think it's really important to talk about the Canadian mentality of this. I think it's also important to note that this is going to be a different next few years in terms of the importance of the sport and its impact on you. I don't know what we're going to see at the grassroots level, but I know this. My kid's been in soccer seven years. It's already grown in leaps and bounds in terms of participation numbers in the GTA. And it wasn't a bad, it wasn't in a bad place anyway. But as you know, uh, when you get to be a teenager, you give up sports. It's harder to keep people in sports as they get older. They start to drive. They start to work part-time. They start to date. And the pandemic, by the way, um, pushed a lot of people out of sport. Also, it gets more expensive. Let's not forget that part also. I hate that sport for for youth in Toronto and really anywhere else. You know, you can go anywhere, North America, anywhere in Europe. It ends up being about the haves and the have-nots when you get to a competitive uh, you know, sense of, of things. And the, the irony is a lot of parents keep kids in sport. Why? Well, they love it. They absolutely love it, and they want to be, you know, you've got that finite window of time in which your kid can play a sport like soccer, but they're also doing it because maybe there's there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Maybe there's a pro career, even even, you know, somewhat of one. Maybe there's a scholarship in the United States or an academic opportunity that they wouldn't otherwise get. That's okay. You should always advocate for the best that you can get for the people that are closest to you. No problem with that whatsoever. Of course you should do that. But the irony is it's mostly families with money or um, means that can actually attempt to get those scholarships now. That's increasing in sport anyway. From what I see, it's expensive to play soccer, travel, baseball, hockey throughout the season. It's important. Tennis. And I've always made the case I switched from hockey to play tennis in eighth grade. I wasn't going anywhere with hockey, like average player on an okay team. I was an okay player on an average team. Both could, could apply. I wasn't going anywhere with it. And I, I loved the sport of tennis. And back then, tennis to play year-round, like to play just inside a bubble, was more expensive than hockey. I'd make the case the reverse is true now. These sports that we used to think are very grassroots, um, hockey, it's you know built into the Canadian fabric. Of course, it's not going to be terribly expensive. It certainly is way, way more so than when I played. What about baseball? Oh, you don't need much. A bat, a glove, a pair of cleats. You need a lot more than that if you're going to travel and check into hotels every weekend. And and also, by the way, golf, seen as an upper crust elite sport, is actually a lot more inexpensive to play than a lot of these travel sports are for some of these youth athletes. So what does the what's the impact of yesterday on you? The average human being, Joe average, Jennifer average. What's the, what's the perspective? Well, I think two things about the result. One, I think it's split right down the middle that we've got a lot of people really prideful that Canada's at the World Cup. 
really happy that we're on that particular stage. I don't. Th- I think there's very few things we like more, and the Olympic television ratings tell you that. That even though there's domestic sport year round, you can watch anything, right? You can watch anything at any time, and we have access on our phones, let alone our televisions, on our on our computer screens. We have access to so much more sport than we ever used to. Certainly more so than when I was five, six years old and fell in love with sport. But we love nothing more than when our athletes succeed on the world stage. And for some of that, that's Olympics and World Cup. There really isn't a third scenario. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could watch the World Track and Field Championships or the FINA World Swimming Championships. But the numbers tell us that you don't. (laughs) The numbers tell us you don't watch those things. You like watching something every four years, unless it's hockey, basketball, baseball, domestic soccer. Um, And so yesterday was really significant. It was our moment on the world stage to advance our cause in terms of being Canadian. And I find the two groups of people I'm spotting and love to know which one you think you fall into via text when I give the text number out in a second. There's happy to be there person and you're still and, and you can be both happy to be there person satisfied and the results are immaterial. But then I find there's the people that are really, really ticked off about the result, like really ticked off. I was mad yesterday. I thought we stunk yesterday. I'd maintain that. Isn't that harsh? No, not necessarily. Did you go to just play and get a participation medal or did you go to win? It was embarrassing to watch us in the second half. We had nothing going on. It looked a little bit, a little bit like Canada gave up. And that bothered me. And and it's going to be harsh. It's going to be harsh when you're that big a story on the world stage. Here's head coach John Herdman after the game. And I got more to say about him in a little bit later on in the show. You know, we're, we're here to, to push as far as we can as a, as a team. We're here to change the mentality of, of the group. You know, I, I could have been a little bit more composed coming out of the huddle, but, I mean, that's, that's my learning. I'll take that on the chin, but from a mindset point of view, I think we showed in that first 25 minutes that, you know, little old Canada can compete with the best in the world. Yeah, they can on their best day, and that just wasn't what yesterday was. Played much better in the 1-0 loss to Belgium than yesterday against Croatia. The moment seemed too big for Canada yesterday, and that will happen sometimes. Did you watch Argentina lose to Saudi Arabia? Stuff happens in professional sport, and it sure happens at big tournaments where the the focus is so finite. I, I wasn't just happy to be there. I was ticked off we lost. I want to know how you felt about it. Yes, you can swell with pride about the accomplishments, but you can be really angry that we stunk yesterday. And I'd love to hear a contrary opinion to the fact that we stunk yesterday. It was a giant egg laid. Really missed opportunity. And hopefully there aren't more of those four years from now and eight years from now and 12 years from now because I want to keep going back to World Cups if you're, uh, if you're Canada. 